dish, side dish, side, side dish. dish. <laughs> <laughs> What's going on, everybody? I'm Roddy. I'm Joe. And I'm Kwame. And welcome back to the second side dish, officially at least. Kwame has been going off on a little tangent here. Not a tangent, but telling us a story that's turning into a tangent. I told him he needs to save that thought and do it for for a side dish. Kwame, why don't you tell everybody why you're why you're frustrated? All right, so I'm a little frustrated, and I'm going to talk to the guy. I don't know if he'll ever listen to the, the podcast. I'm not going to name him. Because, you know, anonymity and whatever. Fuck it. All right, so <laughs> anyway, um, this dude... A little annoying. So, racism and profiling. Things that are like, you know. Alive and well. Yeah. <laughs> and the uh, the issue I had with him is like, this is like, I've only hung out with him twice. And all he sounds like is this like hardcore profiler that it's so deep in his bones that he needs to make an excuse that he's joking around with friends of color so that... Oh, you're chewing. <laughs> yeah, sorry. I muted my microphone so I could keep chewing my cookie and I give you guys ASMR and Kwame got thrown off by that. He thought I muted him, I think. I was confused and say I was like, I know you didn't mute me. What what you Nah, mean? you're good. <laughs> but um yeah, fucking basically he's the type of dude that has to ask people why are they acting so black and red flag. Red flag. <laughs> and what, also and, like what is acting black? What is acting black? That means you're black and you're just being yourself usually. And that's just someone who's not subtle about, oh, I'm not racist when you have to say it. Type, <laughs> It's one of those people. Yeah. I mean, I also had the issue of people telling me I was acting white back in high school. I don't know if you guys remember that. <laughs> but, like, I mean, <laughs> but C is like... I act white. You guys know I'm pretty white. <laughs> I'm conserved and I don't I act timid and that's what people define as acting white. To be kind of a square kind of loser, not fun. Like nervous. You <laughs> can be you can be nervous. You can be but nervous then, in public and shit and that's being white too. You're afraid of people that aren't white type deal. Like, and isn't that lame as fuck because people all people can end up acting that way regardless of their influences through life? Well, it's exactly. kind of like in that comic. Now, here's the exact opposite of it cuz what's being acting black? Being belligerent and loud, loud and funny, whatever, you know. Mm -hmm. But that's not acting black. That's acting <laughs> That's like yourself. <laughs> yeah, like anybody does that. The only difference is you can be funny. Joe can just like be unintelligible sometimes. <laughs> True. And like I'm not I'm not like I'll think I'm being funny when really I'm just being an asshole usually. <laughs> so it's really, you know, it that is circumstantial to the person, obviously. But yeah. go on. So um so the reason that I started getting on this tangent is because like one of the guys that we were hanging with is a really cool dude, stand up comedian. And, um, he, so we we're trying to like wrap things up after playing magic for the night and fucking we're about to leave. And he starts telling me because I just started to get to know him that he was a stand up comedian and he's like breaking down a couple jokes. And the one that really like geeked me out is he was talking about how he couldn't Nut during sex unless he was looking at a mirror, jerking himself off, going, me! And when he hit me with that, it fucking, it, it, it killed me. I started laughing. Then he starts talking about how um, he can't say that joke on stage anymore. I'm like, why? What's up? And he's like, well, I don't want to be known as that guy. And one of my friends really tried to make me 
be known as that guy. We would go out to a bar, try to pick up on some girls, and um, you know the whole the whole wingman shtick was I'm a comedian, and he would bring up which jokes for me to tell, and I'd tell him the girls laugh, and we get some numbers. But he would always look at me and say, "Hey, tell him that one joke, the me joke. Tell him." <laughs> <laughs> So he said that it would be really awkward because, you know, at first he would he would do it. And, you know, he's just kind of staring girls in the eye while pantomiming, jerking himself off. <laughs> Me! No, yeah, see, that's completely different, doing it on a stage for people. Okay. Yeah, when you're just that's like... That's for people. When you're standing in front of two people, that's for persons, and that is personal. <laughs> And you don't need to be doing that shit. Like, the wrong person sees that, and they're calling the cops for indecent exposure or the thought thereof. Yeah, it is. Like, imagine trying to tell that joke to some girls with her boyfriend 20 feet away at a hearing distance, and you start going, me! (laughs) To this dude's girl. It makes me um, it makes me think of the Nick Schwartz and joke that I used to do all the time. I'd put my dick over my wrist and I'd go up and ask people. I'd be like, "I'm really oh, fucked up. Can you read my watch for me? What time is it?" But his was he did it in a bar one day and he thought he was funny and he went up to this one dude who was like real jacked and shit. And he's like, "Hey, bro, can you tell me what time it is?" And he said, "This motherfucker looked at and just went." Is that your fucking dick? <laughs> and he pretty much like, all right, all right, man, calm down. <laughs> it's like, it's, calm it's, down, you're gonna make me shrivel. <laughs> he just like goes back in. No, it wasn't my dick at all. That that was a grub worm wearing a turtleneck. Anyways, dude, man makes the joke. So he's making the joke, and he he's talking about how you know he had to stop doing that because you know it doesn't look so good when you're just in front of two people at a bar. And he doesn't want to get known or be known for that. So we're laughing. We're having a good time. And one of the guys that was there was trying to leave. But the dude had a, you know, just like a single lane driveway. He didn't live in anywhere fancy. Mm-hmm. So the way that we were stacked up, I was the last one to pull into the driveway. So the dude comes over to us. He goes, hey, guys, I'm actually trying to leave. Can can we all dip out? Sorry to bust up the fun. This dude, the, the prejudiced guy that... um was standing next to me while we were listening to our comedian friend goes, Oh yeah, dude. Um, I'm waiting for him. Cause, cause Kwame is behind me and you know how black people like to be inconsiderate and hold other people up. Yo, what? Yeah. We didn't this hear this part. Yet. This was, joke? this was his quote unquote joke. And that was the first night that I hung with him. So my only response is wow. And I was like, on that note, I guess I'll dip. So I'm getting in my car. The dude is also uh, sorry. Bleep that. <laughs> uh, the comedian dude is also like, um, wow, right? So then, of course, as we're getting to our cars, the prejudiced dude is just like, oh come on, you know, like, um, haven't you had like black friends that gave you like a black pass and stuff like that? He's like, yeah, I've had a black pass. I don't say anything like that, but. You know, I've had a few friends that have been like, you're basically black and I don't care if you say like the N word or anything. It doesn't mean I take it up or take up that offer. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, right? You know, it is like, no, Kwame. OK, normal people don't do that. OK, yeah. I, like I would <laughs> never in a million years ask you for a black pass. <laughs> 
Like, bro, can I, I, please, I, I don't like... need it because, like, I know where that line is already. You yeah, know? There, there's, like... a, there's a fine line in the sand drawn with a butter knife almost. <laughs> and you really got to notice where that line is sometimes because you're playing with, like, you're not even playing with anything. It's just, like, blatant disregard of human life at that point. And yeah. it's, like, it's just, like, what, what would the term be, like? ethnic prejudice at that point like showing but like denying it it's almost it's straight up denial at that point yep. that you're prejudiced straight up to like just pretend that it's a joking but it's like because i know damn well if i would have done that at some point you would have smacked the fuck out of me <laughs> <laughs> well here's the thing it's like i just i can't get along with people that have that mentality yeah i just can't it's it's one thing if you make a joke because you heard a comedian say it and you're just trying to share the joke because it made you laugh because it was really funny how they delivered it. But if it's your actual mentality, if you literally think it's funny to just say that somebody's being black, like that remind it, it reminds me of like why sometimes I don't feel so close to a certain friend we were just talking about earlier. Mm -hmm. Like she would say the same shit like oh my god like that person's acting so black every once in a while and oh, I would just I know, look yeah, at her like no, I know what you're talking about. The fuck that. is that supposed to mean? There was one time where she just dropped the end bomb. It wasn't like she saw the person in the car. She was just like, this person's being such a N. And I look at her like, you fucking serious right now? Like, you've lived in my house. Like, used my car while I was incarcerated. Yeah. And, and your response to calling somebody a name is the derogative term for someone of my pigmentation. Yeah, no, that's yeah. She, I, I, I need to just be clear on this. She wasn't very uh, subtle about anything, and she thought she mm -hmm. got all sorts of passes. Yeah, for like, real. And that, that always kind of bothered me about her. Other than that, she wasn't so bad. But she thought like she, it's kind of like that day she tried to start that fight at the creek. Yeah, <laughs> and we were like fishing or whatever, or swimming in the creek, <laughs> and then like she was having a problem with one of the guys, and then like. <laughs> The one dude threw his elbow back at this guy to get him away from him. And then she took that as, oh, I get to punch him in the face. <laughs> and she went and then he reacted and swung back and clocked her in the fucking jaw. And then mm. she acted like the victim there. It's like, dude, and like, and to be fair, look, you don't hit women. But at the same time, it's like, if you're going to take the initiative to involve yourself in that situation, it's like, and he responded like that because he just got mm. elbowed in the sternum and then you like clocked him in the side of the head. You had that punch coming back. It's like because you were the last one that made contact and you distracted him from the target. And you yourself became the target. All I'm saying is like she, she, yeah, she, God bless you, child. God bless you. Hope you're doing well somewhere. Over yes, the it does really say, you know, about aspects. race relations going on because it's just, there's a disconnect. Yeah. That not saying all people that are white, but it's mostly white people. Mm. Okay. Yeah. You got some of those black people attacking Asians or whatever for the Asian thing too. And it's so racism exists everywhere. Yeah. And it doesn't for go some one reason, way for white people. There's just like the stereotype is that we're all inherently racist. Right. Mm. And those, and that makes them think it's okay. That it's just normal. That's how things are. And it's not, it's not okay at all. Yeah. I don't agree with any of it, and it bothers me. I mean, I honestly, I personally don't think it should go either way. But the reality is, yeah. is like, you guys, you guys, white people hold the power in it. What do you mean <laughs> by you guys? black people. Exactly. Right? <laughs> <laughs> but, like, 
like thinking in that same sense, like, like how I was telling you the second time that I hung out with this prejudice dude, it was, I just like to make black jokes. I hope it doesn't like, it's not a big deal to you. And then I'm going to say you're being black or why are you so black every five minutes and then call you boy, which wasn't a part of the racist joke thing. I'm just calling you boy. Yeah, that's a, that's a word used to emasculinize a black exactly. man. Like, yeah, definitely, no, that's where like, it came from. It doesn't mm-hmm. come from a, a, a pure place or a not so bad. No, that yeah. was used. That's another way to say the N bomb. Yeah. And like, you're not a man. You're a boy to me. Yeah. I was making sure you didn't mute yourself because I don't think I hear you. can hear me. I can hear you. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> The fuck? I think it's just because I have one ear out. I was just like, only one headphone like, works. The whole boy thing, and like I get it because I'm not black. The n word doesn't offend me the same. I find that offensive as hell. Calling anybody boy, yeah. And it was like that's the point where I'll step in. If somebody mm-hmm. calls someone else boy, is like, nah, that's not how this is going to play out for anybody. Yeah, it's yeah, like you're real. not you're not going to be slick, and you're not no. being slick. Mm-hmm. It's like asking for your bartender to give your drink an extra couple shakes and shit. It's like you're not as slick as you think you are, dude. Yeah. And like I, so I was trying to think about how to approach this dude and it to gets like to like the whole point, like but I'm not touching you, basically while holding your finger, finger in their face. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's literally what it is. And I'm like, all right, so I'm I'm trying to figure out how to approach this guy, right, so that I can like tell him that I find that offensive and uncomfortable, right? Especially because he works at the place that I like to go play games at. But here's the thing. Rodney knows me. If I'm, and you know me because obviously you know me too. So when I'm angry, it's, it's hard for me to stay calm because usually I am a very calm person. You're very level-headed, very no, slow to anger. I, I understand yeah. that, Kwame. is like once the levees break, like that's it. Like, <laughs> once the levee breaks, the floodgates are open. Yeah. There's yeah. nothing you can do. So I'm sitting here thinking, like, I just got to be calm and, like, kind of just, like, tell him that, you know, that's hey, very offensive. Yeah, this isn't okay. The moment I think about approaching him is the moment I envision my fist flying. So I have to like, it doesn't even matter what he says. It's like, I've thought about the approach in multiple ways. Like what do I just call him boy back? But then he thinks that I'm cool with it when I'm not. Do I just tell him that I'm offended? Like, will he actually stop then? Do I tell his manager that I don't like his behavior so that maybe at least his manager can talk about it? Cause it did happen at his workplace. What? Yeah, it was. Oh after yeah, that's hours. right. It was at the it was the game yeah. room or whatever. Yeah, so you know, it's just like one of those things where and it's like, yeah, that's even worse. Like, this is where this dude works. And it's yeah, like, I get he's hanging out with his friends. They're all playing games and stuff. But like, that's not okay. No, it's not like okay. have some integrity, dude. Like for real, <laughs> and humble yourself even. Yeah, <laughs> like straight up. And then like the thing that always frustrates me the most is. The moment that I approach him, no matter whether it's peaceful or through aggravation, I'm going to look like the bad guy. He gets defensive. He's going to get defensive, and he's going to make it sound like I'm ruining his fun. He sounds like a Karen. He probably is a Karen. Okay. I haven't seen him flip out too much. I, I definitely like the whole like, re- reversing the uh, I'm the victim here when they do wrong, but there's nothing wrong with what they're doing, and they get offended. You find... It's almost like he says he gets that black pass with his friend. It's like, okay, because one person grants you that doesn't mean everybody's comfortable. And exactly. especially with how far the extent you take the joke. And it's like, 
How are you going to sit there and play that, but then say you're the victim afterwards and get defensive about what you're doing when most other people who didn't, some some other folks of you know the black race would probably not take very kindly to that and like probably mm-hmm. be a little bit angrier a lot quicker and try to make that point to him. And it's just like he, that's not one of those things you can look. There are certain things that are okay and that are not okay. Racism as okay as everyone tries to normalize it to be and just throw those words around, whether it be anything, you know, to the Asian, Spanish, whatever. None of it's okay. Yeah. And it's like, oh, but they can all call us that. It's like, because we're a bunch of assholes. We kind of deserve this shit. Like, we have it fucking coming in the next thousand years or something. I don't know what's going on, but, like, white people... We're, we're in for it, and we're going to deserve every second well, of it. Here's the thing, though. The reality is, like, nobody deserves shitty treatment just for their race. All right, so, no. like... So I'm the, just saying for what we did to other races. I'm not saying we deserve it because we're white. It's But see, solely white thing, is the is basis the, of it. That's the mm-hmm. argument for races is, like, I didn't do any of that racist stuff. Slavery was hundreds of years ago. Yeah. Stuff like that is like, like that's not you're still waving a Confederate racism. flag, you know. Exactly. It's like, yeah, it's like, oh, that's just a symbol of states' rights, right? Right, and the swastika is a Tibetan good luck charm, still. Like, the Nazis <laughs> didn't bastardize that at all. <laughs> all they did was look at it in a mirror. It's like, hey, let's do that way instead. <laughs> is there, all right, so here's the thing I always think of things a little differently from when I when I pick up things from friends and, and other things on the internet. So, white and black. The concept originally came from a more racist viewpoint of white being purity of skin and black being a sullying, a demonization of skin, right? Because of the fact that this has lasted for so long that nobody looks at it like that, people just still go with white and black. Yeah, no, it's it's been used so long through history that eugenics is still considered science, quote-unquote, and it's not at all it has nothing to do with anything you know yeah <laughs> i mean that goes back to like episode two or three when we were talking about yasuki or whatever or was that his name yasuki, the, uh, yasuke. The first, yasuke thank you sorry mm-hmm. and uh yasuke remember they thought he had ink all over him and shit because they'd never seen a black person they try to scrub him off and then mm-hmm. that when didn't come off they thought he was a demon and shit it's yep. just like it's yeah no it's just <laughs> you gotta no. wonder like w- when did that innocent ignorance turn in the hate yeah is because you know xenophobia that's biological being afraid of something you don't recognize that's true it 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 turned into hate because a lot of things from hate stem from fear and fear comes from the uh, like the lack of knowledge of something something like you just said Mm -hmm. something you don't know or understand that's true it stems from fear hate is all stemmed from fear yeah slaves were never taught how to read or do math or anything like that at first unless they were house slaves because of the fact that they were afraid that the slaves would rebel if they were intelligent enough yeah and so that's just know, like a sad part as it they is because mm. they, they knew they, they were, were better they shouldn't have been afraid to teach them you know yeah because they still would have been better yeah <laughs> but they weren't that's why they had to keep them ignorant mm-hmm it's just, it's ridiculous when you think of it like that, though, because like you said, it's like they were afraid of them. If they were too intelligent, they would rebel. It's like, so they knew that they were of the same caliber level that we are. They just looked different and kept them from things that could help them progress further in that, in spite of that, uh, of that argument, you know, yeah. it's just. I think one of the darkest things, then I sent you the picture, it was Thomas Jefferson 
um, how he was basically like raping one of his slaves, mm-hmm. and she had a lot of children, a lot of him. babies and stuff. Yeah, oh, yeah. He has like freaking like hundreds of black descendants now. Yeah, it's fucking it's ridiculous because of sexual assault. What are Founding fathers build this country. Yeah, yeah. Not to not to still, not, not to cut how serious this is, but have either of you seen America the Motion Picture on Netflix yet? No. It's like an anime, a really intense comedy anime sounds, about I the fucking founding it, fathers. I have to check it out. I'm just gonna I, give I one quick spoiler. There, Benedict Arnold it. is a fucking werewolf. <laughs> and the shit you see in this it. shit. George Washington <laughs> is the embodiment of like my personality. I swear to fucking God. <laughs> Anyways, going back to uh yeah, the founding fathers were in his uh glorious as they said they were. Now let, let, let me be clear here too. I mm. believe that the ambition and starting of this country was well intended and is what we were taught in school. Like, I believe that this was meant to be, you know, where you have freedoms, you have rights, you, you know, everything, the declaration of independence. It's like, I believe all that was meant well. And then, you know, that's not to say that I don't think the shit that goes on with the elite nowadays wasn't happening back then too. Cause I mean, like, you know, the Illuminati and all that, you know, the Knights of the Templar, but at the same time, they did a lot of shitty shit that they don't want to fucking mention. It's kind of like uh, how I was actually like bitched at before about s- someone wrote something about Chris Columbus and they were of Native American descent, right? And mm-hmm. they had mentioned it's like you know I don't I don't see why anybody gives a fuck now when y'all could have learned at any point. And you know I understand that argument, but I, I did chime in and give my two cents. I was like, well, you know, we were all kind of taught something different growing up, though. That's something. It's like, oh, that doesn't matter. We had it at our fingertips this whole time, and no one took the initiative to learn it. I was like, right, but we were taught something different in school. We were raised to think what we were learning is all factual and not altered or skewed in any way, shape, or form. And, oh, no, that still doesn't matter. Everyone who didn't do it was just being ignorant. It's like, right, but we were taught something different. We were taught to trust. So what you're saying is, oh, we shouldn't trust the system. It's like, oh, so you're woke is what I'm hearing because it's like, <laughs> oh, well, I always knew this. Okay, well, you knew that because you are of indig- of the indigenous culture. You're in that group of people. Like, you are Native American, at least partially. Yeah. It's like, but how are you going to go off on people who didn't grow up around anything like that? It's like, you know, we grew up here in the fucking, like, in the sticks of, like, Virginia and shit. At least me and him did definitely. And then you lived in Fairfax for a little bit for coming down here. I, I came down all the way from But we're, we don't have any type of Native American culture like around our area. Not that mm-hmm. I'm aware of at least. And it's like, it's when people go off on tangents like that. Now, again, what, what this person was saying, 100% accurate. I believe in, yes, there's a lot of shit that they've altered. Like Chris Columbus, he was a fucking, he was a piece of work, dude, that yeah. guy. He was a fucking, he was a Spaniard Viking pretty much. Basically. Came over here. But you know, he, we he wipe- was an Italian Viking that was employed by the Spanish because no one else wanted. Excuse to Excuse me, that's right. Bullshit. The Spaniards are the ones who hired him. Excuse me, you're right. Let me let me just make a quick side note that Africa was done the same way. The Africa's original name is Akebalon. 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 Yeah, Africa was done the same way by it was either Spanish or Italian dude. I think it was a Spanish dude. It was also an Italian dude. Yeah, Africanus. Sifrico. Cipraco, Africanus, named Africa, named Akebalan, Africa after himself, the whole continent, because you know, but he put a K in it, so it was kind of cooler. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) You know, I think Toto when they made the song Africa, they should put a K in that title. (laughs) (laughs) To be fair, the dude did legitimately conquer Africa. Yeah. It wasn't just, you know, colonization. No, like, no he conquered Africa. Hold on. Yeah. Er, yeah. Sorry, we derailed <laughs> really hard. Going back to your story, uh, 
Where were we? Well, no, I think we wrapped think my we story up. The kid. We I were. Think we're just kind Basically, of Basically, it yeah, it's more and just. It yeah. does make me think, like, just how far race relations have to go. I have two stories in the news from just this week that I can think of. Okay. One's a little bit quicker, and this is Oklahoma. So whatever Indians live in Oklahoma, the GOP senator from there, I guess state senator or whatever, said that the Indians need to go back to where they came from. Sounds legit. <laughs> Guess they're already there. Uh, <laughs> already there, Kwame. They should have just responded like, already fuck? one step ahead of you, bud. <laughs> yeah. And it's like, could you just imagine, like, the whole freaking Native American, like, nation, like, just mm. coming in and just walking in the people's homes and being like, this is my home now. This is our home. We're going to share it. We share everything. Yeah. Thanks oh. for building this uh, this nice house for us. <laughs> Dude, I, where's my room? And now for the Karen, <laughs> which is actually a really disturbing story. Mm. A woman, a white woman, um, was told by her son that a couple of black kids were bullying them, mm. bu- bullying him. So she drives to the school, chases them on the playground with a knife. What the fuck? Before one of the kids is like, hey, hey, <laughs> no, we never did anything to him. He was up here calling us bitches and this and that. And this woman had been dropping the N-bomb and was mm. like, I'm going to stab you N. And chasing, like, teenagers, like, young kids around on the That's playground crazy, because her son said that they were bullying him. And then when the freaking mom is told this information, she looks at the kid and is like, what is wrong with you? I am so ashamed. My elbow missed the table as I tried to facepalm, and I almost ate the mic. But let me tell you something. You know what this kid's problem was? You know what was wrong with him? Like, what he had fuck? a psycho-ass mom, and he knew that he could lie to her and convince her to attack these kids that he didn't like. Probably because they were black. Probably because mm. she was raised him not to like them because they were black. Yeah. She's and sad, man. You know what the police did? Kwame? Nothing. Nothing. Absolutely. Like they, they had to have do. a fucking federal Ooh. investigation before she got charged with two felonies. Wow. Yeah. You know, that that reminds me of the dude who um, I think he was like he had some Asian descent. I can't remember uh, what it was, but, you know, he was from the Eastern Hemisphere. His his lineage comes from the Eastern Hemisphere and fucking. You're talking um, about the dude that got pepper sprayed in Oregon a few years ago, the journalist? Nah, different dude. This is from, like, maybe three months ago, oh, two okay. months ago. Um, the dude had some weird thing in court. I can't remember if it was a traffic violation, some shit. I can't remember what it was. Um, but he was back at home um, on, like, house arrest, I think. And there was kids playing outside near the front of his house in one of these kids, a little black kid, always left his bike in the guy's front yard instead of taking it back home. So as the kids were playing, I'm talking like this kid is maybe like four or five years old. The kids are out, they're, they're out, they're playing, and the dude is just frustrated because he just hears these loud kids outside in front of his house, and he fucking shoots his gun at them. And it. One My of guess bullets, is that did not go well. No, no, no. The kid, the five-year-old got shot in the arm, and fucking... The news like covered it and everything, but the dude was still chilling at his house. Like he went to he went to court, 
went through the whole process and they like sent him right back home. That's probably so like ridiculous. Right? Some shit like that. I can't remember. House yeah. arrest, maybe. House arrest, House probably. Arrest, maybe. Yeah. That's filthy, dude. Uh, I, I was completely off. It wasn't traffic violation. I think the dude literally only went to court because of that shit. But yeah, fucking ridiculous. Like, yeah. if if that were any other ethnicity, like, fucking. The dude would have been hauled off right then and there. Yeah. Like, Middle Eastern black person they, that shot somebody like that, you're going to jail. Yeah, fucking easily, Spanish 100%. person, you're going to jail. It's all about race, and then, the, <laughs> dude, it's disgusting. I'm gonna end this on this because we're almost up on our time. But uh, you know Stephen Lynch, the comedian, yeah, and how he plays like music and does his comedy. He's kind of like mm-hmm. a very, very light, unknown version of uh, Bo Burnham, pretty much. Mm-hmm. Um, remember that song Vanilla Ice Cream about uh, oh, I like shit. I want me some black girls, the brown girls, the cafe au lait, the caramel oh, yeah, girls, yeah. the mocha <laughs> girls, just blow me away. Mm-hmm. I have to admit that I'm ashamed I sang that at a fucking open mic. <laughs> I and remember the, that. The <laughs> worst part is you were up there with me singing it. Yeah. And, but I said this is for all the beautiful black women out there, including Kwame, because he's the only beautiful black woman in this store. <laughs> and the owner laughed, but I'm pretty sure he was doing that because he was nervous that I was about <laughs> to get fucking beat the fuck out of. And I just want to say, it's like, it's a funny song. And I did, because at the time I was in an interracial relationship, you know, yeah. you know, nothing was bad about it. And she thought it was funny. Like, it, oh, you should play that song sometimes. Like, okay, I learned it. It was a fun song to play. But I didn't realize the repercussions of how other people might feel that I was singing that song in front of children that were still there. Uh, you know what I'm saying? Like, I just shame on me. <laughs> but the thing is, why, why shame on yeah, come on, Rodney. Why shame on you? Like, those kids by now, like, this is like 10 years ago. They could be grown up by now. And little racists. Or, or they could be comfortable with the dating people of other ethnicities because of your song, Rodney. Humming that song in their head while they're just freaking flipping on Tinder. I want me some <laughs> black girls, the brown girls, the cafe ole. Anyways, it's right. just It's cool up until the point where you have to move to Africa. Yeah, yeah then uh, I'm acting like freaking somebody who got removed out of my family that wants to send me pictures of <laughs> African chicks' buttholes and be like, I got God a whole damn it, Jerry. Damn it, Jerry. <laughs> God damn it, Jerry. I got a, a whole, whole house. These girls, they do anything for me. She's got a Title ass hunter. Thanks, Jerry. That's fucking great. I'm happy for you, bro. Anyways, thank you everyone for uh, joining us on this more serious episode of a side dish. As always, I'm Roddy. I'm Joe. And I'm Kwame. And we will see you next time.